What's good? What's good, y'all? This your boy Jalen, and we back at it with another episode of the Twenty Four Twelve Podcast. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Keaton, aka your Master Man, and as always, it feels good to be back. But today, man, we got a lot in store for y'all today, man. We're gonna recap the NFL. I said NFL. NBA draft, my bad. The season coming, my bad, y'all. My favorite season coming, my bad. <laughs> but we got the NBA draft recap, winners and losers, you know, the biggest sleepers from the draft, a big NBA all season so far, and uh, we got a lot more coming for y'all, man. Just stay tuned with us. But first, y'all already know what to do. Go ahead and hit us up on all those social media accounts at the 2412 pod, IG, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, man. Y'all already know everything. Gonna hit us up on that. Support us, give us some likes, comment, everything on our posts. And also hit us up on all our screaming platforms, um, 2412pod, and leave us a nice rating and review. We appreciate the love as usual. Always, always. So, Jalen Michael Jones, man, NBA draft. I'm officially a Spurs fan again. Victor Wimbayama, welcome to San Antonio. Spurs are back, man. Back from the (laughs) dead. Look, go Spurs, go. <laughs> Sound like Skip Bayless out here. Go Spurs, go! <laughs> yeah, man. the The draft was a the draft was okay. It was it was it was a decent draft this year. I feel like when it okay when we get to the winners, losers, and biggest sleepers, I ain't gonna lie. I feel like it was a lot of sleepers in this draft, but for sure from the draft, man. Who you think was a uh, the biggest winners and the biggest losers, man? Uh let's see. of course the Spurs, which we ain't gonna count them because obviously we're getting Wimby. They won. Yeah. But outside of that, I really like Portland getting Scoot Henderson. You know, I'm a big Scoot Henderson guy. I wanted Charlotte to get him. But, I mean, I ain't, I get the Brandon Miller thing. But I really like Portland uh, picking up Scoot. And then also Chris Murray, which is Keegan Murray's younger brother from um, Iowa. Power forward. He's a solid um, tween or forward for the league, man. He can score score the ball. He's a good rebounder and can scratch the full form. And then another guy that got in the second round, um, Ryan uh, Rupert, he's supposed to be like a defensive stopper from France. You know, the France guys, they can they come over here, they can play real good. So um, mm-hmm. I like Portland picking up all three of those guys. Then another team I'm mentioning too is the Houston Rockets. They put up one of the Thompson Twins. Uh, if y'all know about the Thompson Twins, uh, Amen and Azura Thompson, um, both those guys have elite athleticism. Um, they have elite ability to get into the basket. Great defenders, and they're still growing too, so they probably can play multiple positions in the league. So they went back to back. Uh, Amy went forward to Houston. Azor went five to Detroit. So I really love Houston picking up Amy at number four. And then Cam Whitmore, which was the surprise of the draft to me, him sliding all the way to number 20. I don't know if you remember, but we actually saw him play at the John Wall oh, when we of went. Of course. Yep. He was too big to be doing the stuff he was doing. I definitely remember that. I. I did, but I think they said he slid because of like an injury concern. He, just, I think he just had surgery or something like that. Yeah, they said some of his medicals and the way he interviewed. But you know how to be with the process with all that stuff. But I really like Houston grabbing him at twenty. I, I think they got two really solid long term players right there in the draft. So those are the, the two drafts that I really love is um, Portland and Houston off the top of my head. Before I go, man, Houston just got too many of the same position, bro. Like, I don't, I don't know, like. I don't know what they got going on. Like they got, of course, the Thompson twin. You know they got a, 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 a man Thompson. Mm-hmm. He he a guard. He a point guard. But bro, he six. Bro, they got KPJ. They got Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jabari um, Smith. 
Jabari Smith. Just, well, I say just, just drafted him last year. Kenya Martin uh, Jr. Josh Christopher. Like, they just got so many people at the same position. It's just like, now they got Cam Whitmore, and he's a forward, but you can put him at the guard or the forward. That's what I'm saying. They got so many people that can, that's like the same height and like the same position. It's crazy. Positionless basketball, literally. Lit, man, literally. But I agree with you, though, that the big, uh, I feel like, of course, the, you can't count the Spurs. Uh, he uh Portland getting scooped. That's potentially their next franchise player because you know Dane might be up out of there. <laughs> yeah, we, maybe. we don't know, but uh, probably not. He, he like he like getting abused, man. I don't know what it is, man. I don't, I don't get it. But yeah, and you wanna know, I, you wanna know who my biggest winner is for the draft, man? Who that? The Philadelphia 76ers signing Jaquavion. Okay, Smith. I like that. I like that. You feel me? Yep. I still stand on what I said uh, that he should have went lottery. I still stand on what I said. I don't care. I stand on what I said. But I feel like they the biggest winners from the draft because they ain't sleep on my boy. It's that, that's that's how I feel. Yeah. Baby T definitely going to make it in the league for sure. Well, I don't really see no losers. I feel like everybody kind of got somewhat better. It wasn't really a team that was like, what, like, kind of what are y'all doing? Charlotte, uh, though, they... Them getting Nick Smith Jr. and Brandon Miller, I like that too. Yeah, I, I had to think about it a little bit. You know, like I said, I was a school guy. I kept trying to but, tell y'all, bro. Brandon Miller was the way to go when you got another six nine, six eight dude in your backcourt because you cannot teach height when they come to your backcourt. Yeah, I'm willing to give Brandon Miller a chance, man. I'm willing to give him a chance. I do think he's going to be a solid player in the league. Um, and they, bro, the fans was booing them, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm tripping just because Scoot, you know, Scoot, nice and all, but y'all got a 6'8 sniper on y'all hands. Y'all <laughs> booing about that? I ain't gonna lie. Even the mascot put his head down, bro. He got a hornet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like these past couple of days, bro, with the draft and some of these trades that we gonna get into, bro. It's just like a lot. It just looks like a lot of people really don't know basketball at all. Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, we, we definitely know there are a lot of casuals out there. Uh, you just got to look at it from both perspectives. Um, cause I can see both sides. Um, I think I think Brandon Miller is probably the safer pick and better fit. I still think Scoot yeah. has the second highest ceiling after Wimby in the draft. Um, so either you can look at if you got a number two pick, you can go one of two ways. You basically be like, all right, we so bad. We got a number two pick. We just going to take the guy with the highest potential regardless of fit and figure it out. Or you can – that would have been Scoot. But Charlotte went the other way and was like, all right, we're going to go for the better pick and probably the safer pick with the roster that we have and the guy that LaMelo probably wants to play with more because, you know, LaMelo was hype about the pick anyway. So um, I think it can definitely work out. Resign Miles Bridges, of course. Resign P.J. Washington. They need to find a way to get – Rozier can go. Yeah, they need to find a way to get rid of Rozier and Gordon Hayward. I mean, it's time. Yeah. I like Mark Williams at the five for them. He he was very underrated last year. I think he can become a solid, you know, defensive guy and guy that can grab some boards like a Rod Williams type dude in the league. Yeah, block some shots. Which is all you need with a point guard like Melo. You need somebody that just good with pick and roll that can finish around the rim and block shots. That's all. That's that. That's all you need. But yeah, I I felt like that. Either way, they could have went either way. Yeah, with it. But I'm kind of glad they got. I'm kind of kind of glad they got Brandon Miller though. See what Scoot. I'm ready to see what Scoot do too. But okay, you said we had the biggest winners and losers. You know who the, who the biggest losers is in this draft? Who you got? Traditional centers. Yeah. Because the I know it was a dude from Kentucky. I think his name was Oscar. 
Oscar for um, Tashiway. Yeah, and then Drew Timmy. Did he go this year too? Yep. It was him and it was him. It was them two and one other dude that didn't even get drafted. And it was like, well, that's that's the modern NBA for you. Tradition if you be in the traditional center, ain't really gonna get you drafted high at all. Nah, man, the game has completely changed. Like if they was coming out like 15 years ago, they would have been probably top 10 fits in the draft, no doubt. But I feel like Drew Timmy isn't a traditional big. I feel like he could have helped somebody team. The way he played in college. He's a very poor man's joker. You know, not he's not on his level, of course, but the way he played for Gonzaga, the style, they ran the offense mm-hmm. through him. He was like a basically like a point guard in the center's body for them. He had a slow and athletic game. He can post you up, face up, shoot a jumper. So I feel like he was Gonzaga's version of the joker pretty much. So I think he can definitely have a role in the league. All right, so it's just like uh, our boy. Uh, how I forget our boy name, bro. He was literally a legend. At UNC, how did I just forget Brady Manning? He just, he's like a yep. like a Brady Manning man. I feel like he definitely should have got a chance in the league for real. For real, I don't get that one because the man can scratch the floor like he lethal. I don't get it. Like literally, he's a stretch. Like literally, a stretch four that you want in the league right now. He ain't getting not one chance. And literally was if you want to if you want to keep it high, he was the breakout star in the tournament that year. Like, he was, yeah. He literally put Carolina on his back that year, bro. Put him on his back. Yeah, no draft star. That's a shame, boy. That's crazy. It's hard to make the league. <laughs> well, yeah, those are the big – no teams are really the biggest losers. It's the tr- being a traditional center is the biggest loser in the draft. I, I had one team, though, that I'm just questioning what they're doing. I just don't know what they're doing because their roster structure and who they took is the Orlando Magic. They already had, oh, like yeah, – Oh, I forgot. They always got – they got, like – they just, bro, they just got rid of R.J. Hampton, who was a point guard, just to draft, like, two more. Didn't they draft, like, two more? Yes, to, to Anthony Black at number six. Like, if you take a guy at six, man, you and need to be somebody. And then Howard, who's a guard. Yep. I and they, they have drafted point guards the last couple of years, Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, and then they got Markel Folks also. So, like, what are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's wild. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, when they when they were taking those guards, oh, I was Charlie. like, what are, what are they doing? I first got Charlotte got Amari Bailey too. I kind of like that too. Yeah, Charlotte kind of aches, man. Jeezy Gigi Jackson to the Grizzlies. I like that too. Yeah, I do too. He's another guy. Um, like Still baby, man, T. he ain't come to Carolina though. He that's where he messed up. His listen to his family. That's exactly man, where he, he messed up, boy. You could have been a lottery if you would have came to Carolina, boy. Stop playing, but you know he got his money, so it's cool. But you, yeah, it's all good. You ain't valid no more, man. His stock fell a ton, though. Coming to the season, he was projected to be, in the, like you said, a lottery pick. And by him going to South Carolina on a terrible team, even though Carolina went that good, still the brand, he would have got recognized more. Oh, yeah, I about to say, of course. So now we we got the – I got one more, and then we can probably move on unless you got something. But we had the winners. and oh, This is a winner slash a sleeper, and that's Cleveland drafting mm-hmm. a money base in the second round. And that's a that's an instant starter that they that they need to replace Isaac Okoro so they can get some shooting and some scoring at the four position or the three, whatever, was, whichever one you want to put him at. Cause you, cause you got Mobley and you got uh, bro, that, they they big as fuck in the. I'm I'm sorry, they big as fuck in the front court, bro. Like you got him, you got Jerry, and you got Evan Mobley. That's crazy. Yeah. They got crazy size, C size. Um, and they need somebody like Imani Bates, somebody that can scratch the floor too from the three position. 
And that's what really hurt them against the Knicks last year. They had, outside of like Mitchell and Darius Garland, they had no floor spacing whatsoever. So I was waiting to see who was going to no take snow. a chance on Imani Bates too. And that was that was the per that was the perfect situation he could have got drafted into. And then if you know if he's a bust, you know I mean they only use a second round pick on him, so I feel like you know it was a bad little situation. So it was worth taking a chance on him in the second round. Yeah, well, see, yeah, low, this really could be a, just a low risk, high reward type situation. Oh yeah, and when you a team like that, like a perennial playoff team like the Cavs are becoming, you can take more chances like that in the draft. And one other guy I wanted to touch on, too, in the first round was on the dude, the Warriors drafted. Because people be hyping him up like he going to be that net shooter for them. <laughs> oh, I was say, I heard people talking about him, too. I ain't, I ain't know who really who Burt was, though. I ain't going to lie. I just started reading about him. But I seen his form, though. He, he definitely be pulling that joint. Ain't he a lefty, he too, I pulling. think? Yeah, he a lefty. Yeah, I seen some of his highlights. He definitely a lefty. Dang, it's why in college he shot fifty seven percent from two and forty eight percent from three. Uh yeah, that that's perfect for them. And he finna be on the look, he finna be on look, if he plays this year, he finna be on the floor with Chris Paul. Exactly. Chris and Steph, so he's gonna have a ton of open looks, like all the time. I can't bro, I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to talk about that in the day. Yeah, so, that, bro, I yeah, can't wait. That, just cause people don't know basketball. People don't know basketball, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> And I'm, and I'm a somewhat casual, but I I know my stuff, though. Like, yeah. Some people just don't know the game at all. <clears throat> man, forget. We, that, that's a great segue into, into the, next, in the next topic anyway, man. The, the, all, the all season in these in these trades, man. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to start the biggest one. Yeah, we a lot has happened, bro. We're going to get to the biggest one. That was Bradley Bill to the Phoenix Suns. He finally... <laughs> It's no more free Bradley, you know what I'm saying? Even though he kept himself in there anyway, it's no more free Bradley Bill, you know what I'm saying? He's free. And he's a Phoenix son with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, man. So, Jay, how how are we feeling about that, man? How are we feeling about that? I mean, I, I ain't going to lie. I low-key like it. I know a lot of people hate it because they like, man, they ain't got no point guard. They got too many bottom-dominant players. But I kind of like it, though, man. I like going and all in. Kevin Durant got in the Super Bowl. You said what? I like it too. I said because uh, Kevin Durant got another super team, but I like it too. The Matt Ishby just because he Matt Ishby was there before they got Kevin, so now he's there. He was like, I got to make another big move to solidify solidify my place as the new uh, owner of this team. Right. I mean, I like aggressive owners like that, man. Just go all in. I mean, you got to play like Kevin Durant. He's not getting any younger, so you got to maximize your window while you have a talent like him. And as we've seen. In the NBA, with these injuries popping up every year, you can never have too much depth on that team. I don't care what nobody say. So you can have never have too much star power. Not gonna have. Oh, but I said they said they was uh, having a tryout for <laughs> Stanley Johnson and some other dude. I seen on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, "Boy, they getting the scraps, boy." Yeah, that's the only downside. They trying to be just scrappers. Like, <laughs> hey, we might as well go, in and go out and get a tryout. In. You got your bench, where you. Yeah, we we might as well go out there, man. You feel we will win a championship with them boys, but I just be in the corner just waiting, boy. Yeah, just I you stand just, in the corner, I, I slash to the, the basket, corner. bro. I cut to the yeah, basket. KDD book, draw the double teams. <laughs> Leave us wide open. Come on, man, that's the championship right there, man. 
Uh, so you look, you and D book, look, you and D book yep. gonna lock up on the <laughs> other end. <laughs> Come on now, we, look, we might as well just call them up right now, man. Look, they look, they look, they probably got a, um, they probably got a, uh, you know those, uh, it's like Indeed and all those other uh, places you can like go sign up for jobs though. And they probably got <laughs> an ad for one of those, ad for they bench players. Open trials, right? Like, go to Craigslist, be like. Bitch players, amateurs, well, Phoenix Suns, bitch. And we look, I'm about to apply right now. I'm about to apply right now. No experience needed. Live out a dream, man. But, man. Hey, does this, I got a question. Does this make them the favorites to win it all? I wouldn't say favorites because out of respect to Denver, if they bring back the same team, I'm still going to have them as the favorites going into the season at least until I see, you know, how this is going to work. But I think this solidifies them as a top mm-hmm. three team, probably in the Western Conference. Yeah, it's probably be them, mm-hmm. of course, the Nuggets. And uh, who would you who would you even say would be the third team this year? Like, would you still Celtics? I guess oh, yeah, that's the big three. He's about the whole league. Oh yeah, okay. Again. So yeah, I'll, Denver. Yeah, Denver, Phoenix, yeah. and Boston. Yeah, I'll put it as my three favorites coming into the season for sure. And then after that, after that, it's, um, I put Milwaukee. Then I put like the Lakers and Warriors. Yeah. And that range after that. I like that because I mean, yeah, I say it's not really too many other teams you can really put there. You can say Sacramento, but you don't know if they going to, you feel me, be like they was last year because the league right, and might Memphis, catch up you know, you, you we got, know. can't figure them out with their situation either. So. Yeah, because Buddy gone for 25 games. Philly always choke. Talk about Can't trust them at all in the playoffs. And they about to resign James Harden. Man, but I got, I'm got i going to finish on Bradley Beal real quick, though. Like I said, I like the move. I think extra floor spacing. And then people seem to forget that before Chris Paul got to Phoenix, D-Book was essentially their point guard, especially down the 2020 year, the bubble year. He was basically their point guard, and, and they got real hot at the end of the season. Yeah. So I, I think he can play point. And then, of course, KD can bring the ball up the court, and and they're going to probably add another guard, too. But you basically going to have D Booker KD bringing it up, and the other two basically going to be on the wings, like splicing the four out. So that, I really like them. I think that could be nasty. And that's our first chance seeing Bradley Bill on an actual contender his whole career. So I'm, I'm ready to see how that's going to work out, too. I feel, it, I feel like it's gonna be real nice. I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be. It's just gonna be like yeah, they said, who's gonna take the last shot on the squad? I ain't gonna lie, it's just ain't. Oh, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Obviously, we know Bradley Beal gonna be third. That's why it's beneficial they made a trade now because now they got the whole. They got training camp. They got a whole regular season to figure this out. It's not like they made it mid season. So by the time you know the second half of the season come around next year, maybe they can work some of the chemistry issues up. Let's hope. I would say let's hope so. And bro, it's wild. A a side note too: Bradley Beal. Fun fact: Bradley Beal was the only player in the NBA to have a no trade clause. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say he was the only one to have a no trade clause. Like who is no Steph Curry, no LeBron James, no Giannis. Like Bradley Beal. Like who do you think you are, sir? And what? Like I don't know. I don't know what he thought. I ain't gonna lie. I just thought he thought. I ain't even mad at him, bro. It's that Wizards organization. They was dumb. For real though, y'all, he was like, I want a no trade clause. All right, you're going to handicap us here, buddy, but we'll give it to you because we love you, Brad. All right, boy. We would have told him, boy, you just going to take whatever we give you and just be happy with it. 
Facts. They should have traded him before anyways, before that contract came up, because they weren't doing nothing with him. So trade, they should have traded him like three yeah, years yeah, ago. Nothing for us to give you this money. Cause they treated him like a one, but Bradley Bill is really a two or a three, which he is now. That's why I think he he really going to flourish because he now he's actually going to be like a three option. So I think he can flourish in that role. Yeah, cause he ain't gonna have too many. I say cause it was it was a whole bunch of stats I was hearing like he was like like the like he was really terrible at catching catching shoot threes after John Wall left. So it's like now he might be able to get back into that to where he can. Create his own shot and also knock down wide open jumpers. You feel me? Since you got two people on that team that you got to double, so you just leaving you just leaving him wide open in the corner, literally. Right. That's why I say that that might be dangerous, man. Might be dangerous for real. So we're gonna see how they finish building out the rest of their roster. It's gonna be interesting to see if they head on to eight or not. Too. We'll keep y'all on a cliffhanger with DeAndre eight and two to think what we're going um going to happen to him in our next segment. So. Just hang on for that. Uh, but, shit, while we talking about that trade, we want to keep talking about the fallout of that trade. Still on the west side. Yeah. Because originally, in that deal, CP3 got sent to Washington. And from there, Washington ended up rerouting CP3 to Golden State for Jordan Poole and a future first-round pick in, like, 2030. So, I got to get your opinion first on this, man. Kind of, you, you'll be a Warriors guy and Jordan Poole, dude. So, what's your thoughts on this? I'm gonna miss my boy JP, you know, pool party. You know, hopefully I still get invited in, in DC. You know, it's a little closer now, so <laughs> I, I might I might get the invite. But you know, we all knew this was it was it was either gonna be me, Draymond Green, it was either gonna be me or JP. And I I kind of figured that they was gonna choose me over him regardless, anyway. Even though they'd already paid him, I just feel like it was it was just inevitable. And they still ain't paid me yet. I'm still waiting on my hundred mil though. We we gonna see if they give me that. But it's it's rumored they gonna give it to me. But uh, I I like it for JP. He get the ultimate green light in DC. I'm particularly not upset with him getting traded from the Warriors because I mean like I ain't gonna lie. He helped it. He helped us in 2021 win the chip. But when we need, I, I obviously the stuff happened in in the off season. You know training camp, and obviously he folded this year when we needed him the most. Which is context to that lad in the in the championship run, you feel me? He was actually getting a lot of a lot of burn and actually starting with Steph, you know, was coming off the bench after he like, hurt his ankle before the playoffs. So, you know, Jordan was actually getting some he was getting some starter minutes, getting buckets, you know, a very big part of the championship run. But this year, you know, Steph back fully healthy. You know, you got Dante now. GP two was back when the trade deadline came, you know, he didn't play. And I feel like the stuff at the beginning of the season, plus all that, it was just like, you know, the younger players was already mad that they weren't really getting no PT anyway. But when you look at the Warriors organization, like I said, I'm not too mad at him being traded. It's because they need they need somebody when Steph goes to the bench that they that that person coming off the bench can run the offense. And it just don't seem like he's the one to do that. And for the people that that are like CP3 to the Warriors makes no sense. Like I was even seeing people on TV saying that. How does it not make sense when the even my boy Calhoun said that's why I love Colin. He said the Warriors need a mature adult to run the offense that can come off the bench, and that's exactly what they got. And I feel like it's going to help them because I mean it's going to help them in the long run. Because I mean CP, I would I would take CP right now defensively oh, yes. over Jordan Poole. I ain't gonna lie to you. And they both like uh, 
like Patrick Beverly said, they both low key some cones. But CP, even though he's still gonna get down on the defensive end yeah. at thirty eight, he reaches the steals. And you know, I ain't even, you know, I you know, I done said some stuff about CP. You know, I ain't really mean it. You feel me? You know, it's all, you know, it's all funny games. You feel me? You know, so shout out CP. He a warrior now. He on the team. You know, Trey Foe, Winston. How you, hey, all CP? North Carolina. Big court, let's warrior, go. No, I, I love CP. With CP and Steph, let's go. NC represent. So, yeah, we, you said we got the all, all North Carolina backcourt now. You know, NC. You know, we always run this stuff, man. Greatest state of all time. You seen Hoot State posted that we, us, and I think. Illinois, I think. I can look it up. Matter of fact, I'm looking Illinois. it up right now. But yeah, we had the most number one pick. Yeah, us in Illinois had seven number one picks, man. I keep telling y'all, bro, we the greatest state of all time. Bro, don't, don't nobody be listening to me, though. But it's cool, though. All right. We just look, we just we just gotta keep posting the receipts, bro. And bro, our two best players from the state one even our two best players from the state of all time one even number one PC either. That's the crazy part. When Michael and Still. <laughs> Jordan and Still. Come on, like, come on, bro. We we do this, man. I'm sorry. We do this, bro. We it was uh, Illinois with seven, us with seven, and New York was the next closest with six. Yeah, who state, literally. Well, yeah, man. So we okay. We CP. Like I said, bro, I'm not mad at it. A lot of people were saying that it didn't make sense, and it was kind of like you don't understand basketball. Like that's why you don't understand this trade. It it, it just it just rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, so y'all just I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. Now you got two of the smartest people on your team with Draymond and CP, and your know, CP finna be using all the stuff that we don't like him for. He about to start yep. using it on my team. So you feel me? I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. CP, we cool now, but I love you. <laughs> hey, let's get this ring, hey, man. Let's get this yeah, ring. It's really his last let's opportunity, for real, though. No lie. <laughs> this it. But, yeah, continuing to stay on the west side, man. Is that, is that all you have for the uh, CP3 to the Warriors trade? Yeah, uh, pretty, you pretty much said what I was going to say, honestly. By piggybacking on what you said, though, it was basically going to be pull of Draymond after the punch. You know, stuff just went right all of last year. And the Warriors are 100% going to choose Draymond over Poole. And by Go to State making that deal, too, it was also for salary cap reasons also. Um, the Warriors pretty much admitted they made a big mistake paying Poole so early and getting rid of that big contract. So, And Chris Paul's contract is basically expiring. So if it don't work out, you know, they saved a bunch of money by getting Poole money off the books. They can just which they need there. to pay Draymond. Clay's contract is about yeah. to expire after next year. So, I mean, the salary cap is about to go up even more after the next couple of years. So you're going to need that money and cap room. So that's one of the big reasons they made that deal too, because of that and the fit. Jordan Poole wasn't a facilitator in their system. He turned the ball over way too much and he just didn't fit with. Now way you got a, a point guard that's going to be in ultimate control and Chris Paul going to be able to make the right passes, make the right reads and still can play off the ball a ton now. So I'm really ready to see this. I'm ready to see that lineup with Chris Paul, Steph, Clay. Wiggins and Draymond for real it's going to be hard to defend that's all I know you want me to be honest bro this is going to be some of the best basketball we've seen since the KD Warriors in my opinion I agree just if him just him coming out the bench being able to run the offense the way like it's supposed to be ran I just feel like it's going to be some beautiful basketball bro like you got the two best point guards you got two like two of the best point guards on the same team I just I ain't gonna lie I I, I ain't gonna lie I like it I, I love the trade I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna there's gonna be gonna so lie, many open man. looks I like this I, I want G I want <laughs> oh man 
everybody finna be getting so many open looks. And Steph still finna be CP and Steph like you got Steph off the ball with CP passing the ball to him. Yeah, that's gonna be wild. <laughs> Steph running off all them pin downs and Chris Paul hitting him in the right spots, bro, with the passes. Man, but I I want JP to flourish and uh and Washington. He probably finna average about twenty nine, twenty five shots. He about to be pulling DC. Him and Ty. <laughs> Him and Tyus Jones, he finna be pulling, boy. He got he got the ultimate green light in DC. And on the Wizards side, I like cause they finally rebuilding. They got a new GM in from the Clippers, and they finally tore it down like they should have. And I really like them taking a chance on young players like Jordan Poole and um Tyus Jones, which Tyus Jones is very underrated anyway, very underrated point guard. So I think that that's a potentially solid backcourt. So I like the Wizards finally rebuilding. You know, just seeing where it works. They have Mad Cat room now. And draft picks, they just got to draft smart from this point on, and they might actually have a, a future. So, I like the move so far, man, from all the teams we mentioned with Phoenix, Washington, and um, Golden State. So, we keeping it on the west side, man. We're going to talk about, you know, quote on, the Warriors' quote-unquote rivals, you feel me? We're going to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies, and it's going to tie in to the other side of the, of the tracks on the east side. So, we'll get to that, too. But starting it off, man, we got Marcus Smart. And before we do that, I'm going to just go ahead and say, we're going to get this other one out of the way. John Collins to the Utah Jazz. We don't really care. He got traded for uh, Rudy Gay, a bag of chips, and a second round, some second round picks. He finally got traded after like three years of trade rumors. Yeah, yeah. Finally. Boy, three, four years of trade rumors. They got him up out of here for literally nothing. The Celtics got Malcolm Brogdon last year for less. Right. That's crazy. Me? That's crazy. crazy. And speaking of Malcolm Brogdon, he was the whole catalyst on why that whole trade didn't go through the first time. We'll get to that too. We go yep. to, the, to the east twist. side of the break. But Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies, man, Grindhouse. I love it. He fits like, them like so it. much, though. Like I, his I personality, like it. Like it. It, it, it fits. <laughs> Grit and grind, man. Him and him and you got two the back, the two defensive player of the years on the same team. It's, yeah, I like it, bro. I the Grizzlies lie. defense about to be crazy like with him, I, Steven Adams, Jaren, Darren, Desmond Bain, an underrated defender, Xavier, Xavier Tillman, like Zaire Williams keep developing. Like, yeah, that defense about to be locked down. Man, they gonna be nasty. They gonna be nasty. But man, I was hurt, man. He not a C no more. My dog ain't a ain't a Celtic no more, man. I was I was man, man so many people were shocked, bro. Like Man, I was like, Marcus Smart, not a Celtic no more, man. I thought he was going to be the heart and, man. How you get rid of the heart and soul of the squad? Brad was not. Brad thought he was Danny Ainge. For real, bro. That's what I thought no was still in, in the GM chair, Danny Ainge, with a move like that. I thought Brad, Brad didn't have it in him to make it. I'm like, Danny, when you, like, Danny when, you come, when you come back from Utah, he just <laughs> tore it down. Like, you would have thought, I would have thought they would, I thought they would have got rid of Jalen Brown before they got rid of Marcus Smart. <laughs> Even my, not Marcus Smart, like that's crazy. <laughs> but I, I like it though. Jobbing out for twenty five games, Marcus Smart can come in and be. Well, ah, I ain't gonna lie, it would have been they had to get rid of Tyus though. But if they would have oh, yeah. kept Tyus and would have had Marcus Smart with Tyus, they, yeah, Tyus is more of a facilitator than like Marcus Smart is. So. But still, Marcus is definitely going to be able to hold the fort down while Jai's out. Memphis is still going to be a real good team this year, no matter what. At least in a regular season. Could be title continuers. We ain't going to say it. all hands on job, man, for real. Like, at the end of the day, it's all on him. Whether they're going to be title contenders or not. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ja Wick got to come back, man. With his head <laughs> on the street. Stop playing with toy guns. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing with toy guns on the internet, man. But since uh, is that is that all we got on the uh, market smart trade? I'm just the trade shows you no more. that the NBA is a cruel business, man. Ain't nobody safe out here. If your name ain't Steph Curry, LeBron James, Giannis, Jason Tatum, or Luca, or your Joker, you probably ain't safe. Ain't nobody safe. No, that's a no no right. trade clause for you. <laughs> But man, speaking of the Seas, you know, the Celtics, Boston, they they loaded they loaded back up, man. After getting rid of Smart Marcus Smart, you know what I'm saying? They got um Chris Stapps Porzingis. <laughs> I right. Can't say his nickname on the I'm pod. laughing in my head because I already know what his nickname is. I can't I ain't bro. I'm, yeah, I was about to say, bro, you know I you know I can't say that right here, but that's crazy. Like I could I could probably like Move around it, but it's still gonna sound crazy if I say the other one. So I ain't even gonna say it. <laughs> but my dog Chris Dallas Porzingis, you know, officially a Boston Celtic. They had, uh, they had, they got rid of Danilo Gallinari. He's a, a Washington Wizard. Of course, they got rid of Marcus Smart. You know, he's a Grizzly. And I think, I think that was, I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was just a couple draft picks. I think. Maybe even that. Yeah, they ended up flipping. They they ended up doing some crazy stuff with the draft picks during the draft. Like they were trading up, yeah. trading back. I was I don't know what they was doing. They they was doing a lot of stuff with them second round picks they was getting. I thought something else crazy was coming. Honestly, with what they was doing, but like so I don't speak. Okay, so now that we here, I think Malcolm Brogdon is still on the team. I think, but he was the catalyst for the first trade not going through where they kept they kept Mar- they kept Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. And they sent Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers. Yep. And the Clippers had some concerns about Malcolm Brogdon's injury history because he was playing in the playoffs with a torn elbow. Mm-hmm. And so that nixed the whole trade of Chris Stapps going. I say Chris Stapps going to um, the Celtics. And see, that was the trade CP was going to the going to the Wizards. Yep. And Malcolm to LA. So that nixed that whole three team trade. To where they ended up, of course, as we just talked about it, giving Marcus Sparks to the Grizzlies so they can have something. They can give up something so they can get Chris Stapps. And it sucks they had to get rid of him, but I like it, man. They got some another another scorer on the team, another big. So him and Robert Williams are going. Robert Williams got another person to help him protect the paint. And that's an extra 20 points that they didn't have. Right. And he scratched the floor, too. I really like them picking up KP. I think he he really fits well beside Tatum and Brown. Uh, it sucks Marcus Smart had to go, but I get Brad Stevens wanting to switch it up. You know, after back to back years of disappointment in the playoffs, you had to switch some. But you know, you're not gonna trade Tatum or Brown, so somebody had to go. As the saying goes, you got to give up something to get something. So, and Marcus Smart was sadly the yeah. odd man out in this situation, and I really think um, they're just gonna rely on the extra shooting and potentially, you know extra points in the paint that Porzingis can give them against, um, you know, bigger teams in the NBA and then just give them another different look. And they also, I think, going to start relying heavily on Derrick White because at this point, I think Brogdon is better off the bench. I would put Derrick White as in starting lineup over Brogdon, honestly, because of his defense ability also. So as of now, Derrick White probably going to be the point guard for them. Looking at Derrick White, Jalen Brown, Tatum, Porzingis, and uh, Rob Williams. Then Michael Brogdon is the sixth man. 
Grant Williams is a wild card at this point, man. It's looking like he probably be gone out of Boston. Somebody gonna give him some money. So I was gonna say, yeah, if the Warriors ain't signed Draymond, I was gonna say go get Grant Williams, but he probably finna end up in Houston as another six eight, six seven dude yep. on the team. Odoka there too, so you already know. I ain't gonna lie, I really want Grant Williams to stay though. I want him to. I like Grant Williams, but I just got a feeling somebody gonna offer. He gotta offer him. go, man. He gotta go. Yeah, somebody offer him the bag for real. More than what the Boston wanted to offer. Yeah. But that was uh if that's all we got, man, that was it for the the offseason so far with the with the trades and stuff. Ain't I don't think nothing else has happened so far. Nope. Those are all the major trades. It was a couple of those smaller moves, but that was really the major trades for real. Um I'm pretty sure we're gonna have many more to come as the offseason really just getting started. They're probably it's the NBA, man. So you know some random stuff gonna pop up out of the blue. We already know that's coming at some point, like usual. <laughs> a random woge bomb definitely coming. Like, bro, none of these trades that happened, we could have predicted before the offseason started. The ones we just did. None of them, except for like John Cosman, of course. But Bill the Phoenix, Chris Dallas to Boston with Marcus Smart going the other way to the Grizzlies and CP3 to the Warriors. We weren't predicting that. Who would have, man? <laughs> this jump more crazy than when Westbrook won it out of uh Houston. Right. And that I mean he I mean he started that off. Yeah, he did. It's a whole domino effect it was after that. that. Or when he was a year it was either when he came or was it when he came to y'all from Washington. It was one I think no, was, I think it was a uh, Houston. It was like he wanted out and I was just like, Oh man. It was, it was it, I thought that was gonna be a crazy offseason. Turns out it really won't, but it was okay. Yeah, the NBA usually has very entertaining off-seasons, and we really need it this time of the year because it's not a lot of sports going on, so it gives us something, you know, to keep us entertained, at least the football start up. But, um, yeah, we, we'll keep y'all posting on the NBA off-season updates, of course. Just keep following us on all socials, and we'll keep talking about it on the pods, too, as we get information on it. But we're going to stay with the NBA. Uh, we're going to start this next segment called Staying or Going, uh, NBA edition. So, pretty much, uh, we got some players – that we have listed out here who are on the trade block potentially or free agents. And we're going to say, are they going to stay with their current team or are they going somewhere else, man? So uh, I go down the list, man, your master, you can just say staying or going. Then I get my input too. And then we keep on moving down the list. All right. First guy we got, not surprising, Damian Lillard, staying or going. Mm, the heart, I'm glad we getting the hardest one out the way first, man. Uh, um, I'm actually say going because they actually talking to the team right now about their future, and I just don't seem like their future sees him in it. So I'm gonna say Dame is going. I don't know why, because you might, you know, we all know he probably end up staying, you know. But I'm gonna say going. I hope you're right, man, because I'm ready for this saga to end. But once again, they said that meeting turned out. Damian once again asked for a trade. Him or his agent, and the Blazers once again are committed to building a contender around him. What we've been hearing for the last multiple years. No, that's not going to happen. But anyway, so I'm going to say staying for now. That could change in the next couple months or at the trade deadline. So I'm going to say staying just for now because we know how it is. Dame ain't going to ask out and the Blazers ain't going to trade him without him asking out. So until that happens, he's going to remain a Portland Trail Blazers. So staying for now is what I'm going with. All right, the next guy we got is Cat, a.k.a. Carl Anthony Towns. Staying or going? Stan, he said he said Minnesota, his city. I feel like he's staying. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like he's staying. 
You All know right. he said, you know what I'm saying? When he retired, they said he gonna say he changed the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Stan for Cat for you. I got a couple of bold predictions in this list too, man. Just cause the NBA offseason, and I feel like some more trades gonna happen. I got Cat going. I think just because they got going they away. messed up to the New York Knicks. I think they got oh, okay. Because Cat's from there. The Knicks need another player who's considered like a star or whatever. And then Minnesota messed up with a Rudy Gobert trade. They stuck with his salary. They just played Nas Reed. And I read somewhere they paying like their three centers like a ton of money. And I really feel like it need to just be Ant team, man. You know, no respect to Cat, but it should be Ant team. Just trade Cat for what you can get for him. I don't know what you can get back, but I just feel like trading Cat and letting Ant had the keys to the show because they're not going anywhere with Cat. Cat. He hasn't improved at all over the years, and he continues to choke in the playoffs every year. So I think he's going to go. And then, like I said, I think the New York Knicks will be a good landing spot for him. So I got him going. Yeah, think about that. I like that. Next guy we got, uh, this guy has recently came up in trade rumors over the last couple of weeks. Uh, PG-13, Paul George, Stanger going. Going. I ain't going to lie. They need Steve Barmer need to blow that up. And I think. They said, of course, everybody been talking about the Knicks. Uh, I seen some other teams too, but mainly I saw the Knicks. Yeah, I can see that the Knicks or you know somebody like Miami potentially a team that's needing an extra piece to try to take them over the hump. So I can definitely see him, see him going. I'm gonna just say stand just because I think Steve Ballmer, he just anxious to win with that core of Kawhi and Paul George, even though it's not going to happen. And they're back going to that new arena soon. It's been four years, bro. Exactly. It's almost been four years, bro. You need to give it <laughs> like, up. It's almost been four years, bro. And they old. Like, one one knees ain't good. The <laughs> other one got bad head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Like, I don't know. For real, Kawhi might not even play for them again. I don't know what to tell Steve, bro. That's what I'm saying, bro. They probably going to want to play. But like, nah, my knee still ain't right. Just because I think Steve Armour is stubborn. I could just see him retiring. At this point, I could just see him retiring because he don't like basketball no more. <laughs> For real. I mean, he really don't care, bro. Kawhi really don't care. <laughs> he just be out there. He play when he feel yeah. like he just out there. I don't, I don't know who don't I don't know who care less. Him or Joker. I don't know who Joker don't care about none of this. I don't, I don't. Right. At least Joker available though. So I give him a nod on that. At least he go out there and handle business consistently. True. True, true. But yeah, I'm gonna just say staying, even though it can go either way. I'm just say staying for now. All right, I'm gonna combine the next group because they're on the same team. Uh, Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, you staying or going? You can say one of them or staying or both staying or vice versa. I can see Demar leaving. And I can see uh, Zach staying. Okay, I agree with you on that because I mean. Yeah, I feel like Zach be the one to be the one to stay, and uh, Demar gonna have to go, man. Cause it's time for Chicago to blow it up. Man, time they just stuck in that mediocre phase where they're not good enough to do anything in the playoffs, and they're not bad enough to get like a top three pick in the draft. So it's time for them just to blow it up. They kind of like how the Wizards were, or like the Indiana Pacers were before they got Halliburton, etc. They just in that middle place, mediocre. They need to. Get rid of um, DeRozan and Levine, or at least one of them. Yeah, so they like they like the Panthers. You said what? I said they kind of like the Panthers. Right. 
right in that weird place, just in between. Just always in the middle, like yeah. And you was like Indiana too. I was like they all kind of just like the Panthers, like they just always in the middle, like they not getting no top pick and they not they not fought like they not good enough to win. So it's just like they just always in the middle, right? That's facts, man. So yeah. I'm going to say one of them going to stay and one going to go. I don't know. I just feel like at least one of them going to get traded this offseason. Potentially to a team like Miami. You know, they need a fallback option because they probably not going to get damned this offseason. So, I'm going to see Miami going after one of those guys. All right. The same for the next group. We got a pair of Toronto Raptors whose names we've been hearing about for like the last year, I feel like. Pascal Siakam and OG and Anobi Stanger going. Hmm. I can see, I can see OG going, and I can see Pascal staying. Okay. Unless, I was about to say, unless it all depends. These all depends on other moves, but like the best place that I thought for Pascal would probably be the Warriors, and it seems Draymond is gonna be back. Supposedly, we we gonna see, but like if Draymond is there, I just feel like it's best for Pascal to stay in Toronto. Got you. All right, so this is. This is another bold prediction I got going off the first guy we mentioned, Damian Lillard. Being that he's probably going to stay, he's going to make one last desperate attempt to please him. I feel like Pascal might go, and option would be Portland. I feel like I can see Portland trading like Anthony Simons mm. and some draft picks and bringing Pascal in, you know, to try to create a duo with him and Dame because I can't see no other player realistically that can get out there better than like a player like Siakam's level for real. So. I'm going to go going for Pascal because, like I said, if Dame stays, I think Portland going to take a swing at somebody like him. So, I'm going to say Pascal going to Portland. They're just, they just getting another Jeremy Grant. Right. Like, what the, I don't know what they're doing, man, but I like that, too. I ain't think about that either. But, yeah, I, I like that, too. But I don't know. Yeah, there's nobody out there that's going to take him to a, a championship after, contender. Like, there's no player that they can trade for right now that's going to take him to that level. We know how loaded the West is. Like they just not like <laughs> not gonna get there. Like they'll mess around, get Siakam, and still not make exactly. They'll probably be a play-in team <laughs> at the most. Literally. All right, moving along. Standing in the Western Conference, DeAndre Ayton staying or going? Uh, they got rid of Monty, so I feel like he's staying now. And plus, they need a big on that roster. And I mean, unless they trading him, which I don't think they're gonna get much for him now, since the trade, since the draft over, I feel like he's staying. Okay, I'm gonna go the opposite way on this one again. I'm gonna go going. I've heard recent rumors on draft night they was this close to trading him to the Dallas Mavericks. The only reason the deal, y'all would say the Mavericks been in yep, there for a minute. I still think Dallas gonna make another push to get him. I want to see him with Luca anyway. I think that'd be a good big man with Luca. Uh, so I'm going to just say going. I feel like since they were so close, I feel like they just, over the course of the offseason, they're going to try to re-engage with teams and just add more depth to the team, bringing a, another decent center not as good and bringing some more perimeter shooters come off the bench. But that deal was about to get done. The only reason it didn't because Phoenix didn't want to take back JaVale McGee's contract. So I think DeAndre Ayton is going to go. I, I, I yeah. get it. They, they must think Jock Landau better than him. Yeah, they really like Jock Landau for <laughs> real. I heard they, they really like his game. They think he, you know, they think he can do enough as a cheap option, you know, just to be there. They think Aiden, because, you know, Aiden's based on a max contract. So 
they think they can split his contract up into like three solid role players, essentially, which is what they need. So I'm gonna say he's gonna go at some point this offseason. All right, all right. All right, next guy we got is the beard, James Harden Stanger going. Oh, he's staying. Uh, Philadelphia said they're going to make it their priority and not Embiid. So, yeah, they Daryl Morey is not letting his guy go. That that should, I feel like that that's probably like the most obvious one. Daryl Morey ain't letting his, let his guy go. Facts. I'm going to agree with you on this one. For the longest, I was going back and forth on this just because if somebody will leave a situation like Philly to go to a team like Houston, it'll be James Harden. And it wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Just for the bread, like just for the bread, and he just yes, missed the street. The night, like that's what I'm saying. He he would be the player that I do some mess like that, <laughs> just for no reason. Like he, I about to say he got he wanted to go to Brooklyn for right. no reason. He just he, I don't know what I don't know what he wanted to do, but but I'm a, I'm a, but yeah, that's probably the most. Obvious yeah, I'm gonna say staying too. I was about to go going like until today. I changed my mind about it. I'm gonna say staying. Feeling just offering the back, like you said, because of Daryl Morey. If Daryl Morey wasn't there, though, I would, I would be like, yeah, he definitely going to H Town, no doubt. <laughs> oh yeah, he gone, he gone. All right, cool. Next one, we got yourself, man, Mister Draymond Money Green himself, staying or going. <laughs> hey man, we built this <laughs> brick by brick. You feel me? I'm a warrior for life. <laughs> we. We built this brick by brick. We just can't let it. We just can't let it. We just can't let it be squandered like that. You feel me? Like, and they just got rid of the dude that they had just paid my money to. So it's, uh, it's, I gotta be staying. You feel me? Facts. Is there? He definitely staying. He's not going anywhere. Draymond, Steph, and Clay, they stand as long as they want to. Um, there was one team out there that said they wanted to make a hard push for him. And that was the Sacramento Kings. You know, they got the Mike Brown connection yeah. and all that. But, I think he definitely gonna stay, and like I said, pool gone too. They created extra money, so Draymond's one hundred percent staying. I'm pretty sure. Night one of free agency, he's gonna come into a deal with the Warriors, so definitely staying. Uh, say so was that was that it? Or we got we yeah, got, we, got we got a couple got more, couple more. All right, bit, bit. all right. Next guy we got is Tobias Harris. Staying or going. Man, I don't even care about Tobias Harris. He said he said something today. It was like he said casual fans would trade me for something <laughs> and something. I was like, man, I ain't gonna lie. They'll they'll be dumb enough to keep him, but I don't. I ain't gonna lie. I don't really care about Tobias. I've been. I think he trash. I don't care. His dad said he can look. He can he can his he can stay. He can go. He can be <laughs> homeless. I don't care. His dad said he was an assassin, man. Philly don't use him right. They just make him stand in the corner. And what else is he being known to be good and <laughs> good at? Right. I just might be hating. I ain't gonna lie. I just might be hating. But what else, what else is he being known to be I good mean, at? Like, the only other years he had great scoring years was on mediocre teams. I remember when he played with the Clippers, he averaged over 20 points per game. Orlando, Orlando. yeah. Did he, did he like yeah. he he's solid? So it's just like but he's like wait, a Jeremy wait. Grant type to me. Like he's not gonna make your team. He can give you empty stats. Like he, he might average twenty for you, but how many games is that gonna win you? That's what that's what that's literally what I be saying. I'm just like, all right, but you a bucket, but you don't contribute to winning basketball at all. Like we've seen it on the Sixers for years. How do you? have The question is, he done had so they done had how many different how many different coaches 
have they had, and you telling me that all of them feel like they exactly. need to use in the same way? Hey, I don't, I don't know. Like you don't have about three coaches, and all of them just seem to feel like they need to use you the same way. I don't, I don't yeah, know. man. Are you really that assassin that your dad that your daddy say you is? Facts, and when he get the ball, he not aggressive with it. I seen it, especially in the playoffs. But I'm gonna just say he going like you said. The series is probably dumb and keep him, but realistic, logically, he should be going. So I'm gonna say going. All right, last couple we got. Um, we got Zion Williamson, Stanger going. <laughs> Man, I don't even know at this point, bro. Like, I'm gonna just go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say that I'm just gonna say it's gonna stay, man. Because I don't know if New Orleans ain't. If I feel like that's their bread and butter, so I don't feel like New Orleans is gonna get rid of their bread and butter like that. No matter what's going on right now, to be Probably honest, some with wild you. stuff going on with that man, <laughs> but y'all. <laughs> But I, <laughs> <laughs> man, got some serious issues going on off the court right now to deal with. Look, <laughs> guns and buns. The the documentary coming out about Zion and John Morant <laughs> coming soon, man. Guns and buns. The Carol- same Carolina draft. What year that? Twenty nineteen draft. That draft class crazy. <laughs> crazy. But yeah, man, he he's staying just because if New Orleans trading him at this point, they won't get nearly as much back as they would want because they'd be selling low on him because he's got his contract and he never stay on the court. So no team is giving him anything of significant value for him. So I feel like New Orleans is going to keep riding out with him, hoping for the best. So staying. All right, we got three more left, man. Let's go. Um, Dejounte Murray, Stanger going. Staying for sure. Stan, uh, they they can't bail too early on it. Like y'all, it just happened. They can't bail too early on it. They just gonna look stupid. Facts. Landry Fields, new GM down there in the ATL. Uh, just me hearing rumors about them. Everybody on the block basically, except for Trey Young. But I think that he gonna stay too. Like you said, you got at least got to try one more year. You gave up all those first round picks for him, so you just gotta continue to build a roster out around them. They already got rid of John Collins, so they're gonna be able to spread the floor out a little bit more now with Deep Bay, DeAndre Hunter, etc. So. Running back one more year with Deion, DeJounte Murray and see what happens. So staying for him also. All right, my boy, Austin Reeves, man, Lakers, staying or going? Mm, we, just, we, we were just yep. talking about this before we even started. But I don't know, man. They were saying Mr. Mr. Hood Shafino was, you feel me, his replacement. So I don't know. Austin Reeves could be getting that bag, could be from the late show, could not be. But if y'all are not, if Rob Polinka ain't dumb, so I'm gonna just say he's staying. I'm I was gonna say good, but Rob Facts. ain't dumb. He's he's staying also, man. Um, that rumor was out there. Hope it's not true. Just cause from Lakers Nation. So if it ain't from um Woj or Shams, even Mark Stein, Chris Haynes, nobody like that, man. I'm hopefully not gonna put too much stock in it. And people might compare this to the Caruso situation, but no respect to Caruso. Reeves is like. Way better player than Caruso was. So I just don't think we're going to let Reeves go make the same mistake. So, staying, also Reeves staying with the late show. We're going to match whatever offer. All right, rounding it out, man, with who else but Mr. Kyrie Irving himself, Stanger going. Uh, damn. I don't know, man. I'm going to just say stay this time. I'm going to say, I don't say, I don't say stay a lot, but it's just because I feel like it made sense. And I mean, like, well, like, what was the point of y'all 
like trading for him if you won't go you feel me oh yeah what was the point of trading for him if you won't go do it like if you won't gonna go all in on it what was the point exactly and you already know mark cuban going give him the bag man he mark cuban always give his players the bag so and then Kyrie really don't have many other options for real because i mean lakers ain't gonna happen i can't see any other team really going harder after him and dallas can offer him the most money out of any team and mark cuban will so I think Kyrie is definitely going to stay with the Mavs. He's probably going to come to an agreement pretty early in free agency, but yeah, staying, man. So that's a wrap for our Stanger going segment, NBA edition, or so. Should, should I stay or should I go? <laughs> I don't know the name of that song. I just know that part. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of rumors swirling around with players on the trade block and free agency, man. So yeah, once again, we'll see what happened out here. Stay posted with us. All right, man. So, uh, Last NBA topic, because um, last episode we did, this um, news hand came out here, so I guess we got to cover it real quick, because we were all waiting on it, and that's on um, John Morant. His suspension came down a couple of days after the NBA Finals. Adam Silver gave him 25 games, and um, basically he has to go through different, once again, some programs and other things like that before he can come back off that suspension also. So we'll see what happens this time, man. So the 25-game suspension for John Morant, you think it's fair or was it too much or not enough? Uh, I, kinda, uh, I guess it was, I guess it was fair, man. I thought it was finna lay the hammer on buddy, man. I did too. Especially after the build up. But I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I did too. He was like, <laughs> we're, we're going to wait till after the NBA finals, the, Hand John Morant his uh, suspension. I was just like, if you was gonna do that, bro, twenty five games. That's all you was gonna. That's all you was gonna do was twenty five games. But I, I fair. I about to say fair. I guess it's fair because he technically didn't commit a crime, but it's it's um, actions detrimental to the teams. He usually they be. I don't know. I guess they just was like a face of the league. We not gonna give him fifty. We just gonna give him twenty five just because he a face of the league. Honestly, I feel like that's why they didn't really drop the hammer like that. Cause if yeah, man, David Stern would have got him up out of here, bro. I ain't gonna oh, yeah. lie. David Stern would have got David him. David Stern would be playing no games with him. So we know Adam totally different, man. Adam, I don't know if he he don't got in him like David Stern did. <laughs> Uh, so I'm a, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say it's fair because you say it's fair too much. I'm gonna just say fair because that because it's 25 games isn't really that much, but it's it's a it's a good chunk of it. Though. Yeah, I guess I go with fair. When I first heard the news, I was like, because like we said, the build up on the anticipation, the way Adam Silver was talking, sound like a disappointed dad out here. I was like, man, he at least gonna get suspended to the All Star break most likely. So when I first heard 25 games, I was like, that's it. But then when I thought about it, I was like, I guess it's all right because this is the longest suspension ever without a player being charged with some type of crime or something like that. So I guess 25 is enough, and the ramifications are going to be more because he's already going to be getting, missing 25 game checks. But also, by him missing 25 games, you know, they changed the rules. So if you miss 25 games in the season, you ain't going to be able to qualify for all NBA team. Therefore, he ain't going to be able to get, you oh, know, yeah, he missed yeah. out on so many means on his next potential contract because he's not qualified for all NBA. Mm-hmm. He already missed out on it. 
he already missed out on the the, the all NBA right. team this year. So I guess that that year. really gonna hurt wow. the pockets a little bit. Even though he's rich, still though you losing out on money like that gonna always hurt. Yeah. So I guess Adam was kind of looking into it with that also. Yeah. Why he thought twenty five was enough? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'm about tired of this whole this whole situation. Yeah, I'm ready for anyway, it to be honestly. over. Josh need to get straight, bro. Like you know, had multiple chances. Now, if he mess up again, uh, like he, they really need to drop the hammer. Like, no excuses. Like, he can't, he can't be messing up again. But hopefully, he can get himself straight. Yeah, that <laughs> right. might get dropped if he do something again. He might get dropped for real from everything. And he lucky, he lucky. Nike kept him. You know, he just got his first signature shoe out of there. Power Ray. I don't think none of his sponsors dropped him. Nah, ain't nobody. So ain't you, nobody he can consider this really as a, a second slap on the wrist for real. So I guess he got three strikes, but we're going to see. Literally. <clears throat> yeah. Ain't, nah, he nah, he already he already passed three. That, that's what I'm saying. He already was passed three. Oh, yeah, the laser the thing and the little the, boy. You got the laser thing, the 17-year-old, and the, and the whatchamacallit oh, yeah, incident that's right. finish line or whatever. <laughs> So he, then you got the two gun incidents. Boy, he on his sixth straight. <laughs> he is he's he about to file out. He got one more time, and he file out. It's over with. <laughs> yeah, this man wild. Like he, he basically got nine lives at this point. He lucky his name John Morant. I guarantee if he was some random role player, he would have been kicked out of the league by now. Dang, right, Daniel House, sneaking <laughs> sneaking females in the bubble. And Daniel House barely been survived out of here. that. It's crazy. Daniel House on the he on the team mm-hmm. right now. Ain't he on the Sixers right now? I think he was. Yeah, yep. he was on the Sixers during the offs. <laughs> but yeah, that situation crazy, man. So Jaw just get straight, bro. All right, man. Out the NBA stuff. Our last uh, topic before the final scratches. Little NFL. It's been a little while. So moving to the final sc- <laughs> to the real man sport. <laughs> moving to the final scratch with. The last couple months for NFL season start bad. I think we've been like seventy days or something like that for the first NFL game. Yep, man, we about a good seventy, sixty something days away. Yep, very excited. Can feel it, man. Finally, very excited. So, with that being said, there's still some decent names out here um, left on the NFL free agent block, and we basically compiled a list of like top ten guys that's left out here, and we're just going to say. Um, what teams might be the best fit for them potentially if they get signed by anybody? All right, and so we'll start off with um Dalvin Cook. Who do you think might be the best fit? <laughs> New England Patriot. New England Patriot. You know what I'm saying? New England Patriots. You know what I'm saying? That's how Understandable, I'm bro. Understandable. That's how I'm but I'm gonna go somebody else in y'all division. Miami Dolphins. Didn't they just get Jalen Ramsey, bro? Yup. You know how it is in the league, though. Teams find a way to stack up. Oh, they be man. like, salary cap ain't real in the NFL, bro. Like teams, if they want to stack up, they can if they want to. D, come on, D. How I thought y'all was a, a a a package deal, bro. What happened to that? We was supposed to get both of y'all. Come on, like D. Hop, <laughs> tell him he need to come to New England with you, bro. Stop. And- Stop then playing. I read on Pro Football Three. Rumors before we started um, this episode tonight that Miami has officially extended him an offer. Yeah, I said I was, I was, I'm on Twitter. It's right going now, to happen, I think, too, man. I think it's going to happen. 
And I feel like he from Florida too. I think he from down there. Bro, they can go get Leonard Fournette. He out there. He Leonard Fournette, bro. They can get him. Bro. They can get him. Fournette, why? Compared to Dev, he a free. He a free agent. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah. I feel like they both about to. Dalvin get hurt too much, so they bought on the same level to me. Dalvin, can, I still, Dalvin at this point, if I'm a team like Miami, I take nine games of Dalvin versus 17 of Lenny. Because Miami you, got you the luxury too, though, Dalvin. because they still got Raheem Mostert and, and Wilson, so they got Dalvin. the luxury also. They're not overworking. Hmm. <laughs> Dang, hey, we start off from no. that. I'm, I'm all right, but the next guy, maybe y'all pulling too. D Hawk, DeAndre Hawkins. Man, we the best situation for him, bro. If he don't come, it, bro, we even got Bill O'Brien, and he not look, he not even tripping about him being the offensive coordinator, bro. He, bro, it's no point in you going to Tennessee, bro. Who's gonna be your quarterback, dog? We understand you don't play with Matt Schaub and all these other trash dudes. But come on, bro. Why would you want to go to Tennessee to play with? Who Who they caught? Will bro? Levis. They just draft somebody up? Oh. You want to go? You really want to go play with Will Levis? D-Hop, that's what you want to do? Or would you rather come play with Mac and Cheese? You Mac Jones in New England, man. You, look, you might even get some run with Bailey Zappi himself. Oh, come on, D- man. Man, D-Hop coming to New England, bro. I ain't gonna lie. You already know how pre- I feel about I'm that confident. situation. I'm, I'm, I'm higher on Bailey Zappi than Mac Jones, honestly. Matt might he I think he might do better. He might do better with a new coordinator, I can, I but I just feel, feel like But listen, listen, listen. I I understand though. I understand because Bailey with 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 whatchamacallit with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge calling the offense last year. Yes. Bailey did have more success. I will keep I will keep it a stack. And I was the ball down the field better games and I was loving it. But I'm just like Matt Jones got us to the playoffs. Bailey, ba- Bailey's happy didn't get us to the playoffs though. Matt Jones got us a play like to the playoffs in his rookie year though. That's what I'm Matt saying. Matt can do like, that, bro. But is bro, I, I can't give up on my dog. Bro. I he just feel like Matt, got us Matt can do that, year. but I just I got Man, you. Bailey I just feel like he needs a full year opportunity bro. though, at least before we judge him. I just feel like Matt can do that if you got a good defense and run game around him, which New England does. Cause Matt is a good game manager. That's what he is. But to me, Mac ain't gonna never Which take you fan. over the top to get you with the elite quarterbacks. Like you going up against a Mahomes or um, a Josh Allen, tra- even Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, etc. I don't know if Mac can go toe to toe with them, especially if the defense don't come to play. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If they turn into a throwing game, I don't know if he can compete toe to toe with the elite guys. I get. Th- I get that, and I understand that he's not. A- he's not Tom Brady. But Tom Brady was essentially doing that. You feel me? He wasn't like them other quarterbacks. You feel me? He he was beat, he beat Mahomes twice in one season because the defense played good. He was a game manager, especially in the last couple of years in New England. He was a game manager. So if our defense comes to play and Mac Jones is as accurate as he is, I feel like he can do the same as that. Let's see. I give Mac I've another year and a new coordinator to see um, if he can impress me more. But you know, right now I'm on the Bailey Zappi train, but we'll see. <laughs> Cause he was he was yeah. uh, he was decent his uh, rookie year, but like I ain't like how he was getting trashed last year. Like we didn't have a whole defensive coordinator calling plays. Like nobody seems to like it's, nobody seems to love to mention that. Like yeah, this is gonna be his year to shine miss, though. Like this is Matt Jones make it a break a year in my opinion for real. See how he gonna really turn out to be for the future. But um, 
My D hop, I got three top options for him for real. New England, of course. I always thought he'd be a good fit in Baltimore, even though they'll pick the OBJ and draft another receiver. I would love to see him play with Lamar. And then this last team ain't gonna happen. This is just my phantom talking. The Carolina Panthers, man, but I doubt that happens. They act like the Panthers are interesting now, but we ain't gonna get them. Yeah, I'm about to say, like, bro, if that was the case, y'all I know. My thinking is they, they didn't think he was gonna hang out here on the market this long, and they just swooping in at the last minute, like, shoot, we might as well give it a try. True, but I don't know. With everything, well, we got the most. Um, Panthers actually got the most cat room in the league. Like they top two. They rescrushed a bunch of contracts. Like the Panthers almost got like thirty million in cap space right now, so they can they can legit probably outbid anybody if they really wanted him. But the thing is, I think we need to focus more on getting an edge rusher or cornerback. I'm legit. I'm legit getting you upset here in this right now. You know, say. <laughs> I say yeah. I'm legit. Yeah, bro, like, bro, we got mad legit, space, like, <laughs> <laughs> but bro, we're not going to sign him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, I, like, bro, I understand, bro. Like, I understand <laughs> people don't like New England. They want us to be terrible, bro. Can we have D, like, can we, we lost Brady. Can we have D hot, Brody? Like, bro, y'all, like, bro, come don't on. Don't even scratch, dog. We, we, nothing, we, probably, we ain't going to sign him. This is probably just smoke screen stuff. We ain't gonna sign them. And like I said, I want us to focus more on the edge and getting cornerback depth anyway. Cause I think our receiving core can, can be better than what people think for real. If um cause Thielen gonna be solid. DJ Chark is solid, and then people sleep oh, on Terrace Marshall. Sure. I think Terrace Marshall gonna have a breakout year this year. Saw how good he was at LSU. I really think he's gonna have a breakout year this year with a solid quarterback playing with him. And then Jonathan Domingo, Hayden Hurst. I think we got decent weapons, you know. So we need to focus more on showing the defense. But y'all, but y'all finally yeah. got some talent. That's why I'm there, so man. excited like, for the season around. to start with. Us, right? Like I'm just ready to see. I actually got hope, and I, I don't feel like they're gonna like let me down completely. Even if they, even if we do lose some games, we still got a quarterback of the future. Finally, no more bridge guys. So you know, I'm be content though. But yeah, it's not because we finally make a smart decision. We got a, a great coaching staff. Finally, all around got experience everywhere. So, I ain't even tripping over the Panthers, man. We made this is the best offseason we had in a long, long time. So, but I ain't gonna turn this into no Carolina Panthers segment. So, we, we keep moving on. Um, you know, this next player, <laughs> I'm gonna say the Panthers too for him too because of the fit, but unique in Godway, man. Edge, what do you think? Hmm. Nick and yep. Gakwe, because he was just on the coats. He was just on the coats, I think. Man, honestly, for I ain't gonna lie, for him, bro, I honestly don't know. I ain't gonna lie, honestly, Mike can go. Yeah, did. Could he go back? I to heard the Jazz were interested in a potential reunion, so yeah, first. potentially. That's what I'm saying. Because other than that, I feel like a lot of people around yep. the league already got their edge rusher or their edge rusher of the future. Honestly. So, I mean, like, a reunion in Jacksonville wouldn't be bad because they still got Josh Allen over there in the in the uh, linebacker. They, they they good over there. So, I feel like just a reunion yep, over there with him wouldn't be so and bad. Even, even us, cause I think we need another edge out opposite of Brian Burns. And then Frank Wright was his coach last year, and now he in Carolina. So, it kind of makes sense there, too, with that connect. But... 
we'll see. I want us to address that because that's no, I don't trust. We drafted a guy, DJ Johnson. So we'll see how he turned out. And I don't like gross, Etor Gross Matos, man. He disappointed me a lot last year. He really, <laughs> he really did. So we, we need somebody <laughs> else more like a veteran leader on the opposite side of Brian Burns for real. Should have kept Hassan ready, but you know, I ain't gonna get down and gotta get down that night. So move on to another edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. Uh move on to another edge. I feel like this dude always time. out here every offseason, Jadavion Clowney. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know where he needs to go. He might just need to hang it up at this point. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know. I can't even. You got a team, bro. I can't think. The only of nobody, team I'm gonna say just because stuff I read up on. This point. They had mutual interest. Is him returning to his first team in Houston? I heard D'Amico Ryan's really interested in bringing him back. So that's all I'm gonna say, Houston. That sounds good. Yeah. With so the, with I'm gonna go with Houston. He's probably right gonna now. sign another one year deal as usual and be right back out here again this year. <laughs> all right, moving on. Cornerback Marcus Peters. Yeah, yeah. Right back out here. Marcus Peters. Trying to think of a team that might need a cornerback. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but I don't know why. Atlanta? They can use, yeah. Do they need one? I don't know why I'm. I'm I don't know why think. I'm thinking that. They got, they got um, AJ Terrell. I don't know who behind him. All I know is Terrell. And he's one of the best in the business. And he got drafted like two years ago. But um, there's one team I who I heard like they real interested in him. They might sign him for real. That's uh Vegas, the Raiders. They have heavy interest in Marcus Peters. Oh no! Yeah, they they ne- they've never had yeah. any corners. They need one desperately. They ain't never had no good corner. They ain't They ain't never had no good defense that I've heard of since. Yeah, they so got that's what we go with. Probably best for him is definitely the Raiders. And I heard that's legit. Was behind that that he might sign with them pretty soon. So yeah, they they definitely can use him out there. So yeah, we will go with the Raiders for him. All right, um, Z Elliott. Same. I put I two, two be determined on mine because I, I don't know, know where he's he going to go. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, I was going to say, that's TBD for sure. We don't know where you're going, bro. All right, moving on. Yeah, we, we'll move on from Z, bro. Even though Dallas fans still think he, he liked that. He's not, though. But moving on to a, a North Carolina product, Melvin Ingram, Edge Rusher. Solid vet. Hmm. Why don't he? Why don't he just I love come, that. come uh come to the home state we need, and just sign we need some job. veteran leadership? Because I don't really. It's it's a, it's a, it's too many teams I ever to be thinking about who right. need an edge rusher. Because it's like, bro, you think everybody Rumor. already got the edge rusher? Like, usually it's really like running back, receiver, and like. Quarterback mm-hmm. that you'd be like, okay, you can you can really think about I heard, what um, team Jacksonville he and Detroit has shown heavy interest in him. Two young teams, you know. That can make sense for both of them. You have a veteran over there with you have a veteran over there with Aiden. 
and then you know have mm-hmm. a veteran over there. I They're forgot about um, Trayvon Walker. You can have a veteran over there with him. So yeah, any team that wants that, so any team that wants an edge rusher, them two teams would definitely be solid because you're you're gonna be the veteran in the locker room. You feel me? So I like that. I like I like both of those teams for any edge rusher that uh that any that facts, any facts. edge rusher that need a job. All right, now the last three you got quarterback um, Teddy Bridgewater. At this point, he's probably gonna be a backup anyway. So don't care. He can be he can be a backup in <laughs> he can be a backup in in Seattle. The only team I came <laughs> I up him, him and Gino. The only team I came up with because man. their quarterback situation back is terrible and they really that, don't have nobody right now is is Arizona just because they need somebody. <laughs> Tennessee. Because yeah. Cal yeah, be hurt. Tennessee, honestly. I ain't gonna lie. Cause it's just like you draft Malik Willis. Yeah, he told me that yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Collar. You know, man, Collar could probably be back. Like, they'll probably have him for like a month or two and then Collar will come back. Because you don't know what it is. He's ACLs. Unless the Cardinals hold Collar on purpose to tank, which I heard they might do to get Caleb Williams um, the following year. Because the Cardinals roster is terrible. Like, they probably going to be the worst team in the league next year. Their roster is not good. <laughs> yeah, they legit going to be the, probably the worst working in the whole NFL. By legit, I can't think of another team that's worse than them. All around. Yeah, they terrible. You... <laughs> hey, yeah, you really cannot. Yeah, you really can't. Like, I literally don't know. Nobody on the offense. Buddha Baker trying to get up out of there. I don't even defense. know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I, I feel like he might have left Is Byron Murphy still over there? Like, that's what I'm saying. He like he was good on Madden, but I yeah, ain't really heard they, nothing they, about yeah, him. Yeah, they're going to be in the Sweet States, man, <laughs> next year. All right, uh, the last two players we got are both running backs, uh, Kareem Hutt and Leonard Fournette. Huh, Kareem Hunt will probably Bro, end up. That's what I was thinking. One exactly. of them probably end up going that's exactly to what I was thinking. Chiefs. I feel like Kareem <laughs> probably end up having a homecoming with the Chiefs. And I'm just like... <sighs> Cause we, I was talking to, talking about this with the boys yep. the other day. I'm like, bro, he'll just end up going back him to the Pacheco. Chiefs some random stuff. Like, <laughs> and it's gonna be annoying because they gonna have him and Pacheco. Like, oh my god, bro, I'm so sick. I'm so sick of them, bro. I, I swear to God, I'm so sick of them, bro. I swear. But like, I could just see him just I ain't, and Lenny for Lenny, bro. I'm honestly not for sure him. For I just put his hometown team, bro, the New Orleans Saints. As like he played a Mark Ingram role, basically like the backup to Kamara, and then Kamara might be True. suspended for the first couple of games too. So, yeah. dang, I forgot they got. Oh no, nah, they got. True. They got. Now nah, they got Jamal Williams, and Jamal is definitely gonna get more snaps. Yeah, than I don't know. yeah, Lane might be done. Yeah, for I, was say, so I don't know, bro. That's the thing. I don't know. Unless he had to wait for an injury. You know, I hate to say, but you know, the running backs gonna get hurt. So somebody gonna get hurt. Yeah, I, I feel bad for uh, Lombardi Lenny. That, 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 that's my that's my dog right there, Lombardi. Yeah, Lenny. got a marine man, but yeah, those um, I can't. I don't. I'm I'm looking at the list right now on Twitter. I don't really see anybody else worth worth mentioning, honestly. Yeah, usually you know around yeah, training oh, yeah, camp time at the end of training camp. Uh, some more guys gonna get cut, of course. Probably some more notable names, you know, the, with the cap restriction. Everybody just ain't gonna make the roster, so 
probably have a couple more names come out that get cut at the end of training camps that we'll see. But yeah, as of now, this is it. The only two guys I see signing with a team soon, anyways, out of the list we name is really Dalvin and D Hop. Yeah, that's it. D Hop and Dalvin. Yeah. That's it. Because those are the only two people that's really been linked so, yeah, to man. multiple teams. That's it with the NFL free agent talk. We'll keep y'all posted if we hear anything, any rumors and all that, man. So count in the home stretch. We in the home stretch. So y'all already know what time that is. Eyes on NC, Dog of the Week, MVP, Final Thoughts. So this week's Eyes on NC with the NBA draft happening, uh, we had multiple people from the Hoop State, North Carolina. um, Even if they didn't get drafted, they signed contracts with NBA teams, man, which still counts. So we just going to name all those real quick for you. First, you know, we got to start off with our boy Baby T to Quavion Smith from Greenville, 2 5. Didn't get drafted, but it's okay. He still got that two way yes, contract with the Sixers. And I guarantee you, he's still going to find his way and become a, a solid NBA player, man, because he, he liked that. So they sleeping on you, as you mentioned earlier, man. So shout out Baby T. Uh, then we got Leaky Black <laughs> from Carolina, man. Concord. He literally stayed right in his backyard in Charlotte, right in his backyard. That's crazy. Lee, Lee. That's a dream. I know that's a dream for him, man. For real, though. <laughs> it is. No, he on a two-way deal, so even when he, he in, in the G go League, he's going to be playing in Greensboro, so he's going to be home regardless, man. So, and Licky Black. Shout out to Licky Black. I'm happy for him. Uh, he's definitely one of the best lockdown defenders, man, in the whole uh, college basketball the last couple of years. So, shout out Licky Black, man, from Concord out of there. And we got uh, Ricky Council, the fourth from Durham, North Carolina, played at Arkansas. He also signed a two-way deal with the Sixers, man. So the Sixers showing the Hoop State mad love right now. So shout out to him. Next up, we got Hunter Tyson. Played his college ball at Clemson. Uh, one of the better players in the ACC the last couple of years. Very underrated. Uh, from Monroe, North Carolina, once again, at Charlotte area. He was picked in the second round, 37 overall, by the champion Denver Nuggets. So we know they can develop players good there. So that's a great situation for him to be in. He might produce a little bit off the bench for them. And we got Jalen Hood, um, Shafino. He isn't originally from the Hoop State, but he played his high school ball in the Hoop State. So we still got to shout him out, man, because he got some Hoop State bloodlines here. He played high school ball in Charlotte and Lincolnton, North Carolina. And he was the 17th overall pick by the Los Angeles Lakers, man. So I have to see what he can do for my L.A. Lakers. And we're throwing in a bonus person here. Wasn't in the draft. He's actually a, a development coach. But I had to shout him out, too, because he's from Greenville. His name is Rico Hines, man. Um, and Nick Nurse hired him to be assistant from the Philadelphia 76ers. So, yeah, NC just out here all the way around the NBA right now, man. So, shout out to the Hoop State. This is your eyes on NC. Man, we everywhere, man. I say it all the time, bro. I'm going to keep saying it. We the greatest state of all time, bro. I'm, I'm standing on it. If you if you got right. any anything to We're say all around, bro, I need proof. With just sports, you probably ain't got like enough. culture stuff, music, so event stuff, man, man. like all around, bro. We know how my Bojangles, Krispy Kreme, Pepsi, Cookout, like we got it all. <laughs> like we really, like we really him. Like we really bro, him. Andy like, Griffith from here, Pam Griffith from here, J Cole, Fantasia, KC and JoJo. <laughs> oh, shut up. 
Oh look, 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 and we look, and we look, and we got somebody on the double yeah. XL tier career. You know what I'm saying? We look, we on the double XL cover, man. Player, man. We just go all we night about man. people in North Carolina. <laughs> Come on, first flight, man. So, wait, we literally first yeah. in flight, bro. Come on, bro. How are we not like we? We talk about history, man. You gotta on, talk about North Carolina. It's crazy. Come on, bro. I ain't, I ain't seen. I ain't literally. I ain't seeing nobody touching us, bro. Here. Come on, bro. But all right, man. Um, dog of the week. You got anybody? I know this on the off season. You know, with the main sports. I don't know if you got anybody for your dog of the week. Um, do I have a dog of the week? Let me let me think. I ain't gonna lie. Let me think real quick. I don't know. No, I don't think I really got one. I. Yeah, I was say I ain't got one. I was trying to think of one for like wrestling. Got you. I got one, man. I can't baseball. Think of right now. That's the main sport going on right now. So y'all know I watch a little little baseball out here. Uh, Ricky Sensation, Ellie De La Cruz, one of the top ranked prospects in baseball, came up, got caught up on June six, and he been lighting up ever since. Only seventy three at bats. He hit three fifteen, three home runs, ten RBIs, eight steals, and is already here for the cycle. So probably one of the fastest players we've seen in baseball in a long time. So he's living up to the height right now. So Ellie De La Cruz, man, my dog of the week for the Cincinnati Reds. I actually, I do got. got a dog of the week. I actually do got one. And it is, it, well, of course, my wrestling fans, if you know, you know, it's the main event. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's main event, Jay Uso, man. You feel me? If, I ain't gonna lie. If you SmackDown was just incredible, like I think it was that uh, two weeks ago, uh, main event Jay Uso finally turned on the Bloodline and Roman Reigns. Man, that was just one like one of the most. We, we just getting a whole bunch of monumental moments in wrestling from this Bloodline storyline. But <laughs> yeah, main event Jay Uso finally stopped being a hoe and kicked Roman Reigns right in his face. Man, it was a it, it was a great moment. Promo was crazy. Like, hey, like you just gotta hey, like, you just gotta watch this stuff, man. It's the bloodline storyline and wrestling is literally I'm gonna say it again when I get the to the end probably, but because I I'm gonna say I'm a it's something else going on this weekend, but it man, it's really better than everything we watching on TV right now. Something that's everything is scripted, but y'all say wrestling is fake. It's literally that bloodline storyline has literally been the best thing. On TV for three years now, but yeah, main event Jay Uso, man, dog of the week, man, we the ones, yes, sir. That's our dog of the weeks. All right, young master, it's your time, bro. What you got with us on the music scene? MVP, I know you got something good. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I got a lot because I remember, I remember two two suggestions that I had that didn't make it because I it was on. I think it was on one of the episodes that uh that's that's lost in the vault. So I think I'm gonna start out with those two that I missed. I, that I, yeah, I think I didn't think I got a chance to talk about them, but I'm gonna just be short and sweet with these. I'm gonna try to be short and sweet with all of them because I got a lot. But uh, Morgan Wallen's album, One Thing at a Time, dropped March third, 2023. It was my, it was really my first time listening to him. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I rocks with Morgan Wallen, but it's a twenty. No, it's a. 36 track album of course i ain't listening to all 36 that that's a little bit too much but i'll give you my favorite songs one born with the beer in my hand that's track one track two last night that's probably my favorite song 
Track four, Man Made a Bar featuring Eric Church. Six, One Thing at a Time. Seven, track seven, 98 Braves. Track eight, Ain't That Some. Uh, track nine, I Wrote the Book. What else we got? Track 16, You Proof. Track 18, F-150-50. Um, 22, Me and All Your Reasons. And I think that's it. That's like my favorite songs on there. Oh, and uh, track 34, Good Girl Gone Missing. But yeah, that's uh, Morgan Wallen's One Thing at a Time. They're definitely, they're, it's definitely a good country artist, but it definitely puts you with a, put you with a good mood. I ain't gonna lie, he's a good artist. Uh, next is one I missed. Oh, I only, I don't know if I missed it or not, but uh, the Metro Boomin' uh, across the Spider Verse soundtrack. I ain't gonna lie, it's probably, it's probably gonna be one of the best things to come out this year. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, but my favorite tracks uh, from there are All the Way Live with Future and Lil Uzi Vert. Spider Danger, Spider, Offset, JID, Calling with A Boogie, Sway Lee, and Nav, Self Love, Coyla Ray, Angela. She got the best out of everybody. It's a lot of names on this on this soundtrack, and she got the best song out of everybody, which is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Self Love, Coyla Ray, Home, Don Tolliver, and Lil Uzi Vert, and then Giving Up, uh, Twenty One Savage, and Two Chains. But 10 out of 10 movie and 10 out of 10 soundtrack, uh, Metro Boomin uh, or the Cross of Spider-Verse. I'm be honest with you. Uh, now I'm going to get to the ones that I have for this week. And I've probably, let me see how many I got. One, two, three, four. I got five more. Uh, six more. This is a lot. Uh, I'm going to try to be quick, man. I'm going to try. Which y'all, y'all know how I get. I get along with it when it comes to music. But Next, I have uh, Still Crispy by my guy, Crispy Life Kid, Detroit artist, if you didn't know. Uh, he dropped Steel Crispy March 31st, 2023. 12 track album. Uh, my favorite songs are uh, 96 Jordan, Fat Fap. I know that sound kind of crazy. We ain't gonna talk about it though. We, gonna, we ain't gonna talk about it. Uh, Feeling Like Benji, uh, Gal Department featuring RMC Mike for you, and uh, uh, Hand Behavior in San Jose. Those are my favorite tracks. So basically, almost all of them, almost like nine out of 12. Or eight out of twelve, so yeah, still crispy, crispy life, kid. It's with a K, dumbass. Don't forget that crispy life. You feel me? Uh, next, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do Baby Tron's album six, and he dropped this on June 6, twenty three. Favorite tracks from this are, of course, a hundred bars. He literally raps from the number one to one hundred, and and is hey, Baby Tron really won the best best album. I ain't gonna lie. He literally raps on one to one hundred. You feel me? Uh, number four, I got Crash Your Whip music, which I, I did crash my whip like four years, like back in twenty sixteen when this song wasn't out. So I, I think he paying homage to me with that song. So let me stop playing. But uh, track four, Crash Your Whip music. Uh, ten Spidey track ten Spidey senses. Track eleven PS two. Thirteen Headless Horseman. 14 uh mush mush uh 15 letters and 16 it was actually a song he had on uh uh ep uh, uh his ep out on bond which is uh, that's the song called out on bond and he, uh, it's featuring rio the young og he got rio free rio he got rio um out on bond but yeah baby trying six that's the name of the album just the number six next i'm gonna do uh doughboy this is my first time actually listening to doughboy his new album, Beezy, dropped June 9th, 2023. I ain't gonna lie. I only been listening to it like a couple of days. And, well, yeah, a couple of days. But 
the my favorite tracks is track three, Way I Walk. It, it literally samples uh I'm real, uh Jennifer Lopez and Ja Rule. Amazing sample. He killed he flipped it. He killed it. You feel me? Uh number game, next track four, Babyface Ray, five Kardashians featuring Lil Yachty. And what was that? And Lil Tyler. That's probably my favorite song over here. Top Taker featuring Big Flame 8. Track 7, Ran Into a Thug. Track 8, Deep End featuring Don Tolliver. And track 10, Demon Time. And the last track, well, not the last track. Track 12, Cloud Trace featuring The Baby. And uh, track 13, First 48 Game. So, yeah, that's a Doughboy with his album, Beezy. Go listen to that as well. All right. I, don't look, I got three more here, yo. I, I'm getting tired of talking. I know y'all are tired of hearing me talk, though. Um, I'm going to just go. I'm going to go with the, uh, the R&B, the female R&B. Uh, Kiana Lede dropped her album, Grudges, if you know. If you know me, I'm a huge female R&B fan. It's probably, like, probably the most thing I listen to besides probably my Detroit playlist, probably, but... Her album Grudges dropped June 16, 2023. 17-track album. My favorite tracks from it are track four, Gone, featuring Bryson Tiller. Track six, Let Me Know. Of course, track seven, Jealous, featuring LMA. Everybody know I love LMA, too. You feel me? That's probably my favorite song. Track eight, Focus. Track nine, Damage. Track 10, Too Far. Track 11, Deeper, and track 15, featuring Khalid, which is it's called Where You Go. Those are my favorite songs from Kiana Lede's album, Grudges. Last two I have here is A Gift and a Curse from Gunna. You feel me? Uh, a, lot of, probably, probably, a lot of people probably staying right now. You still listen to Gunna? We listening to Snitches now? You know, we, look, we ain't care about all that now. We ain't talking about it right now. But Gunna dropped... A Gift and a Curse on June 16th, 2023. First thing he's dropped since, you know, he was, you know, him and Thug, you know, with the whole situation, the whole Rico case. This is the first thing he's dropped since he dropped the DS Forever last year, I believe it was. But yeah, it's a 15-track album, and he honestly, in my opinion, he probably went 15 for 15, I'll be honest with you. But favorite tracks, uh, track one, Back At It, track two, Back To The Moon, track six, Fuck You Mean, and track seven, it go that track, track six actually flows into track seven. The transition is crazy. But track seven is Rodeo Drive. Uh track eight, bottom, track eleven, go crazy. And uh I'm gonna I'm gonna say track thirteen, turns your back. Uh those are my favorite tracks from Gunners, A Gift and a Curse. Honestly, like I said, I say this a lot, but we got some of the best hit makers in this generation, I'll be honest with you. And he's one of them. But last but not least, all right, y'all, I'm almost done. Last but not least, got Young Thug himself, Free Jeffrey, you know, Free Sex. That's his nickname. I don't know why he gave himself that nickname, but he did. But, you know, Young Thug dropped Business is Business, June 23rd, 2023. Favorite tracks. Actually, it's a 15-track album, just like uh, Gunners. Favorite tracks, Parade on Cleveland, featuring, featuring Drake, of course. You know why. Uh, Three Gucci Grocery Bag. Four cars bring me out featuring future five with the racks featuring 21 Savage and Travis Scott track eight went through it track nine. Oh, you went with Drake, which is probably the best song. Uh, best song on the album number 10 track 10 want me dead featuring 21 Savage track 11, which might be my personal favorite Hellcat Kenny featuring Lil Uzi Vert uh, track 12 mad dog and track 13 Jonesboro. So 
those are all my suggestions from for the MVP this week, man. I know I was long-winded, but y'all know I'm very passionate about music, and I love giving people music to listen to. So I'm gonna go back over them again. Oh, I actually forgot one, but I ain't listened to it yet. Ganger by V's, a Detroit artist. He just dropped. I didn't listen to it yet, so I might be back with my favorite tracks from that next week. But the ones I got this week, uh, one one thing at a time. Morgan Wallen, Metro Boomin' across the Spider Verse soundtrack. Still crispy, crispy life kid, busy doughboy, business is business, young thug, a gift and a curse gunner, six baby trying and grudges by Keanu Day, man. I know that was real long with it, but you know it's your boy Keytwan, aka Massa, man. On the ones and twos, the MVP segment, man. We back at it. Love y'all. Always a favor. Game. There you have it. The Spider Man album was tough, and then. A name that stuck out to me, the 98 Braves, but what y'all know about them 98 Braves? Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I had sent the song in the chat with you and Jordan, and it was funny though, because it was just like, uh it's basically if love, if love was a if if love was a game and we were a team, we would be the 98 <laughs> Braves. I guess like I guess because mm-hmm. they didn't win. So I'm guessing it's like I love didn't. It, it, bro, ain't a lot of the concept of the song was nice when I figured yeah, out that the We lost to the Evil Empire that year, man. AKA the New York Yankees. But. <laughs> oh, man, that, that, that make a lot of sense. Hold on. He said something about the Padres, though, in that song. Oh, I said it. That was you lost the Padres. Padres lost, we lost to the Padres in the um, championship series, and the Padres lost to the Yankees in the World Series, yo. We lost to the Yankees like a year before, I think. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he said something about them damn yeah. Padres. Yeah, so we lost the Yankees year for But yeah, I was, I was like ninety. I was like, I, once I seen, I was like, I gotta send this song to the boys. Yep. Right, those are the dominant teams though, for real. But it is what it is. But once again, man, young master MVP out here. Y'all check all the music out that he suggested. All right, we made to. Hey, tell me if I need my own music segment, y'all. Just, just let me know. I feel like I do. Let me know, man. <laughs> I always got the music suggestions on a lot for real. All the playlists and everything. But made it in another episode, y'all. So appreciate once again for the support. Checking us out through another episode of 2412 Pod. Um, my final thoughts I'm going to leave with. Shout out to LSU for winning the College World Series. Uh, they just been dominant in sports. You know, their women's team won the championship. Then going back a couple of years, Joe Burrow and the boys and one. So LSU. Just dominating right now all across athletes in the NCAA room. So that's my final thoughts. You got anything? Yeah, they say they say it's an LSU theme, man. But yeah, shout out LSU. Uh for my final thoughts, man. This Saturday at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, East Coast time, Money in the Bank. WWE will be putting on their pay-per-view Money in the Bank live from the O2 Arena in London, England. And it's gonna it's gonna be a banger, man. The card this is the card that we got right now. Something might I don't think nothing might get added in the next in this next in these next couple of days leading up to the go home show go home show Friday on SmackDown. But we have the Unified Women's Tag Team match: uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler going against Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, next match we have on the card: Dominic Mysterio versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, next, we have the women's and the men's Money in the Bank match, which in the women's Money in the Bank match, we have Becky Lynch, Zelina Vega, Bailey, Zoe Stark, Trish Stratus, and I did say Trish Stratus. That's my baby right there. I love you, Trish. Um, and EO Sky. In the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, we got Ricochet, 
Shinsuke Nakamura, LA Knight, Santos Escobar, Butch, Damian Priest, and Logan Paul. And yes, you heard that like heard that right. Logan Paul is in the money in the bank ladder match. Next we have Matt Riddle versus the Ring General, you know, Gunter in uh for the Intercontinental Championship. And for the World Heavyweight Championship, we have Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor which is absolutely going to be a banger. And for the main event of the evening, we have, like I said earlier, we have the Bloodline Civil War, man. We got Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the greatest tag team of all time in the Usos, man. I don't know what's going to happen in the, in this match, but as long any anything dealing with the Bloodline storyline, the main event of any pay-per-view has been amazing. So, yeah, just tune in 3 p.m. this Saturday, July 1st, live from the O2 Arena. London, England, WWE Money in the Bank. Yes, sir. Y'all tune in to that. But that's a wrap on another episode of the 2412 pod. Uh, we'll be back better than ever, man, with y'all on the next episode. It's um dry spot of the season right now with sports and stuff, but, you know, we'll keep y'all posting on everything. But whenever our next episode is, we'll be back better than ever. Don't forget to hit us up on all social media platforms at the 2412 pod and all streaming platforms, man. Leave us some love up there. So this your boy Jalen signing out. It's your boy Keith Swan, aka Master Man. And we out this thing. Gang. Deuces.